them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. Today's episode, we've got some nerd news. We have a very special segment covering <laughs> an even more special live event, in-person snop event. Mm-hmm. Erper Meetup. Yes. I call it that, Erper Meetup. Mm-hmm. But first, guys, let's dive into that mail sack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how do, how does one insert something into our mail sack? Oh, there's there's any many different ways to insert something into our mail sack. Mm-hmm. You could send us an email, sheenerdsout at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Go to That's our website. That's really the main way, right? It's yeah, the main, it's the number well, one way. We also pull stuff from our Instagram and Twitter at sheenerdsoutpodcast. I'm sorry, Instagram and Facebook at sheenerdsoutpodcast. We do talk about it, yes. What about Twitter? Oh, Twitter. <laughs> at Snob Podcast with one D. Ah. Uh-huh. And you can also go to SheNerdsOut.com to leave us a voicemail or also send us a message. So there's many, right. there's any number of ways to get into our sack. If you want to be featured on our mail sack, those are the ways. Uh, if you don't want to be featured on the mail sack, mail sack, make sure to put that in the mail that you send <laughs> yes. us that you don't wish to participate. Look, yes. I'm going to level with you. We pretty much get them all from the email. So the safest bet is to email us. We read some tweets and yeah, sometimes. This is yeah, stuff. Sometimes. Yeah. And beers and things. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get started. Mm. Woo! A lot of mail. A lot of mail. First one is from Carrie. He says, Hey, I have found my people with this podcast. Winona Earp, Xena, and everything nerdy in one podcast. Oh, and make it gay. I live in the middle of nowhere in East Tennessee, so there isn't anyone that shares these interests with me. I call Winona Earp my adult Xena. I work in (laughs) orthopedic surgery, and all my coworkers know what Winona Earp is, whether they want to or not. (laughs) Mm. I was wondering if you guys ever watched South of Nowhere. Tara, I know you did. You'll have to jump in on that. Uh, It was way before its time. Mm -hmm. After Xena, it was probably the next TV show besides Buffy that I saw with lesbian representation. To Mm. date myself, I used to always make sure my mom taped it for me (laughs) on my TV in my bedroom, of course, because she (laughs) didn't know I was gay at the time. Wait, did she watch the show she was taping for you? Probably not. Okay. She mm-hmm. taped it on the Friday nights when she wasn't home. So I would imagine she's just like, look, mom, just start the PCR. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah. So we got to see more of the actresses from South of Nowhere later in a musical movie called Girl Trash that yeah. also starred Rose Rollins from The L Word. Hmm. Anyway, I love this podcast so much. Keep up the awesome work. P.S. I would love to know how you planned your trip to New Zealand and how you were able to see a lot of the places where Xena was filmed. I know a lot of it is private property and hard to get to. I haven't really traveled out of my own state, but I told myself I was going to New Zealand before I turned 40. Seven and a half more years. Kat and I have both been. I've been a couple times and we can give you all the deets. Yeah, for sure. There's where to go. Aren't there websites devoted to touring the Xena sites? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's plenty of places. I know a lot of it was shot on private property, but there was a lot that is completely public property, like the very recognizable beaches. There's a waterfall we went to. Yeah, the cave, um, Callisto's cave. 
Oh, there's a, t- a Callisto's cave. I, in fact, I did a whole video on those the places we went. Um, but there's a lot of uh, of places you could definitely go visit, and you will just be. You know, it's fun too. I recommend printing out pictures from these scenes. So when you're there, you can like look at the picture from the show and like that's ah, cool. That's really oh, nice. that's and who knows? It's been a while. Like who knows? Take how a much picture of yourself with the something picture. Something changed. Yeah, yeah, we totally cool did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, here's my other recommendation: New Zealand's amazing. It's a great place to take advantage of homestays. And I know there's a lot of like Airbnb now that wasn't around back then, but like I stayed on like sheep farms where the people, the New Zealand people are there and you stay in a room of their home or something and, you know, check them out, make sure they're reputable. But <laughs> the New Zealand people were, are amazing. So that's they a big, that was a big one, a hostile situation. Yeah. Hostile don't, movie you know, situation. make sure they're legit, have a lot of feedback <laughs> and things like that. I did stay in a hostel in New Zealand mm-hmm. and, I will not do that again. Really? <laughs> I just don't like hostels. I'm too old for yeah, hostels. Yeah, it's not my favorite. But homestays with people, like things like that, or even like quaint hotels. I mean, we we'd never we stayed in one like a Motel Six type of hotel, and even mm. that was fine. And the manager helped us change a tire. Like the people are amazing everywhere you go, and they are in that country. So it's worth every bit of effort. It's a beautiful place. Definitely get to the South Island as well yes. as the North if you can. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, if you like yes. Lord of the Rings, you can take a Lord of the Rings tour on the South Island. I did oh, that around that's Queenstown. That's what I want to do, too. So Ooh, beautiful. Hobbiton, so much fun. Yeah. And as you, you know, in your email, you said that you haven't traveled outside of your state. If you're going to travel abroad for the first time, New Zealand is the perfect place to go. And Wendy says, like, the people are just, they're fantastic, friendly. They want you to have a good time. And it just, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't ask for a nicer country to visit so yeah you're gonna have a blast and for the record yes south of nowhere is amazing <laughs> i i haven't Tell found i kind of want to rewatch Tara, it what is well, it south of nowhere i mean i think it came on in like 2006 or so and it was i had no idea all i know it was on after degrassi i'm pretty sure i've talked about the show before it was on after degrassi which i loved uh and i was like eh, what's this show all right i just left it on <laughs> and i was like what what's happening it's like two really hot girls one was moving to LA. One was like the cool LA girl, and then they like skipped school together and they went out. And I was like, "Are they flirting?" And then there was like a really hot guy, but then she ended up with the hot guy. She, and, you know, and every week after Degrassi, I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll watch another one." And it became very clear. I was like, "No, no, this is gay, 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 gay." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so ahead of its time. It was like it was. It, I didn't believe it until hmm. they were kissing, and then I then they were just kissing. There was no, you know, nothing subtext about it. It mm-hmm. was, and the whole journey of this this girl who you know they they moved to L.A. and um, the journey her parents. It's so real. Like her her mom is like not okay. Oh my god, they have the most awkward. I found a girl in your room. Why are you in a bra? Like why are you? Ooh, they she got they get caught. She drags uh, oh, Ashley no. out of the room. Ooh, ooh, it's like hard <laughs> to watch. And then just the journey that they have to kind of go on with with her parents to get to this point. And then you, all the characters are great. You know that she has a brother, and then hmm. no, you know it's. I really enjoyed the show a lot. It was on for three seasons, I hmm. believe. Okay. Uh, it's really, you know, it was on the end, like noggin or whatever you call <laughs> it, like kind of like the teen Nick, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was really ahead of its time. It's still a good show that I enjoy. You know, if I see it on, um, I would love to buy it in some capacity. 
So if and I we, could get the DVDs, yeah. And we don't know where to where to watch it. Is it not? It's probably Let's not. See if we can find out. Yes, yeah, so I'm not too sure. But it, it, every time it comes up, and Girl Trash, I just love, and Spashley, their ship name, Spencer and Ashley. <laughs> Was good, so, good and the two actresses, of course, leaning totally into it. They totally embraced, you know, playing these characters and being this relationship to the point where they, again, like Girl Trash, they go into other, uh, you know, mediums or other shows or whatever and play, even though they can't be the same characters, they, you know, will still play. That's fun. You know, uh, a couple or uh, have a flirtation to some extent. So it's nice that those actresses really believed in it too. And again, mm. at that time, it was not a thing that you know that you did uh, and to the point where i mean spencer was the main character she wasn't it wasn't like her brother's show and she was just on it her right. and ashley were the main characters that's amazing um it just blew my mind to this day i still can't believe that that was on i just remember what a big deal it was on degrassi when they had a couple of the characters be queer or gay mm-hmm. and that show has a million characters on it so it's kind of like okay part of a bigger picture but then right this i was like holy crap and it it just it still gives me chills to think about the first time but i was watching it like putting the pieces together in my head like uh yeah this is gay and they're gonna be gay and that's just how it is that's really really interesting how have i not heard of this show i don't know i mean i heard about it because tara was watching i it was i saw a few when she was watching it huh and it was good like they yeah it was was a lot of issues you know not you know not just the queer stuff but it was like uh, so many things you know about like real high school issues you know of course that as adults we have the same drama too but it's like it was a really good representation i thought um and just this you know kind of figuring stuff like that out at at that age and just kind of um you know and I just oh that that scene where she drags Ashley out Ugh. by like the hair and she's like in a bra and she's like get the fuck out of my house what the hell are you doing my daughter oh damn oh that's still just ugh. <laughs> makes my heart hurt <laughs> yeah, big, big time you can find it on iTunes Vudu Apple TV Amazon Prime I can't tell if like Amazon pay. Prime mm-hmm. it's uh, it's got a price but mm. I don't know if that means. You know, if you're a Prime member, I don't know if that goes away or not, but right. mm-hmm. I bet you have to pay. Uh, and then there's some things linked on Vimeo that I don't okay. know if it's really the episode or if it's uh, like, oh, psych, we pulled oh. you over and some mm-hmm. sort of thing. Switch or thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's out there, even if you might have to pay. Okay. It's somewhere. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah. You know, only good. three seasons. I don't know how many episodes. Was it like a they full? They were impactful. No, it wasn't like a 26. You know, it was like Degrassi. They had, well, I don't know, like, it wasn't even like 12 or I don't, I, it wasn't that many episodes, mm-hmm. maybe 16 or something like that, okay. but definitely not a 24 or 26 episode season or anything like that. Got it. Hmm. Looks like it was, uh, yeah, started 2005. But I tell you, Noggin, the N, they pushed the envelope back then. They had Degrassi with all the real teen issues going on, hmm. and then they, throwing south of nowhere i mean they good for them Mm. they went for it that's pretty cool yeah looks like maybe yeah definitely not 20 some episodes per season so it's not a long watch but it's a good watch okay thank you for that insight all right my turn guys okay there it is i found it Mm. let's go deep (laughs) deep into the sack (laughs) 
This email is entitled Beers and Queers. Mm, I like it it's already. It's from Michaela. Yes, it's from Michaela, who we've heard from before. They say, hey there, ladies. I hope this email finds you well and truly drunk, but only if you like that kind of thing. That's very nice. I certainly do. I certainly do. If you ever make your way down to Atlanta, I'd love to take you for beers at the best brewery in the city, in my opinion, Orpheus. Will there be talking? Will there be a talking head on a stick? Will there be a sexy back eye dance party? There's only one way to find out. That, that sounds, sounds ex- scary. That sounds wow. exciting. Ooh. And uh, they go on to say, by the way, I came out as non-binary and changed the pronunciation of my name just to mess with Kat last week. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I go by Michaela, just like Michael, but add an A now, which is actually the name my parents gave me. I changed the the pronunciation to Michaela. No, Michaela. Michaela. This is why this is why they've spelling it good, good thing you took this email, right? This is why they've done this. They they are gonna enjoy this so much because I'm this is gonna be very difficult for me. Oh, I changed the That's... pronunciation to Michaela in mm. middle school because people said Michaela isn't a girl's name. Surprise bullies, you were both right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> Michaela. Michaela, thank you so much for the update. Suck it, bullies. Congrats yeah. on coming out as non binary. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the update. Thank you for humiliating me on my own podcast. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> it is a pleasure to hear you. Um, next. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's me. <laughs> do you, you want to go? Or? Sorry, I was just marinating in that. Sorry, okay. I was actually, I was basically looking up Orpheus. and uh, Oh, the brewery. It looks like, yeah. It looks like they work with Animal Rescue, which is very oh. cool. Oh, what yeah. kind of beer they got there, uh, Wendy? Uh, let's see. You got any IPAs uh, on tap? I'm sure they have whatever you want. Wow. I like those. And IPAs. there was only really one picture of the place. It looks like kind of a. And I don't know if this is like everybody's sitting out on tables outside in a parking lot. So mm. this may be a picture that has come about ah. in the last year where yeah. you got to sit outside. I don't know if this is what it's always like. Honestly, uh, beer. Here, here you go. Tara is a tap list. <laughs> yeah, what they got. I don't know. It's a lot of beer. It all looks the oh. same. Well, it's all their own beer, Orpheus. Mm, sure. Uh, but I'm sure they have they have others that are loading. Um, <laughs> oh, Barrel A. Oh, my gosh. They do have a lot with a lot of names that I don't Ooh, recognize. Mm. Limited Edition. Yeah, they have IPAs. You're you good. know, one of my favorite things to do is go to breweries and get those the taster flights. Mm-hmm. Just drink tiny fun. beers all I day. I love that. I do Here's that one called Transmigration of Souls. It's a double mm. IPA. Ooh, ouch. All the art on the cans is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have a, a hazy sour love that part. ale. All you mm. get is all you get. Hazy sour, pay, uh, sour, mm. hazy sour ale. Yeah, these look great. I all saw right. myself when I was real. Ooh, the lives wow. I lost when I forgot. They have very deep names. <laughs> they do. Makes you when really my, think. When all goes black, my shadow seeks me. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Very poetic. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> if you have the melancholia, <laughs> go. Yes. go to Orpheus. Uh, Even the, the Furies yes. West. Oh. Right. Well, if ever I'm back in Atlanta. Yeah, Michael, we're coming. You know? we're, you're gonna you're gonna take us to this place. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Cool. It's settled. <laughs> it's a date. I got one. I got one. Okay. Oh, okay. I got one. Okay. Okay. Read I already it. pulled Read it. it out. I already pulled it. 
pulled out though. Are you, sure? are you sure? I did. Oh, okay. Oh well, maybe I didn't. No, it's still in there. You know what? It's wedged in there for just get some. Well, that, that's oh, okay. Painful. Oh, yeah, it was. Really it's rough. All right. Jammed in that sack. I got something from AK, our friend AK, in the Cotswolds. <laughs> the Cotswolds, mate. No, that's Australian Cotswolds. Uh, I don't know. Oh, anyway, nondescript she, British. You wore me out, Snoplings. I can hardly string a sentence together. That call was the most exciting thing to happen since, well, since the last time I saw you. <laughs> it was great to see you all. I've decided to take a break from the moderately. Sisyphean endeavor that is sweeping up petals under a magnolia whilst a breeze whilst. brings down <laughs> it's one. more around me to speak word. the wisdom of the oracles is that are the snop to answer an important question. Mm-hmm. I've nearly finished Lost Girl. Massimo came as quite a surprise. <laughs> that is Tim Rose on from I know her. Which means I have space to watch something else. If I have but space enough and time in my life to watch one stranded on an island with weird shit going on <laughs> going down show... Should I watch The Wilds or should I watch Lost? Guide me, wise ones. Mm. Can't wait to hear more about the San Diego meetup. Real life snot meetings. Amazing. Hope attendance is high. Oh, cat of little <laughs> faith. There will be more than one person. Have fun. AK. Well, we shall see. Mm. Very shortly. I vote Very The Wilds because it's, it's, it's quicker. It's fast. It's only it's one season so far. Have you finished it yet? No. No, we, so we can't even tell you if it ends well. <laughs> misinformed. No, right I mean, there. listen, I've heard it's great. I want to finish it's it. It's less of a time investment for oh sure. I, Lost I, I've what, heard Lost is great. I, it's fantastic. Lost is amazing. Some people didn't like the ending. I was fine with it. It's got Michael Emerson, Terry O'Quinn. I mean, it's got an amazing cast. It's mm. such a good show. Mm-hmm. So but it is a lot verdict? longer. Have you seen all of Lost, Cat? No. Oh, oh, my God. I've seen no, you are unqualified. One, I've seen like one episode. You are totally unqualified. <laughs> to I'm going to have to side with the person who's at least seen the entire show. Oh, yeah. Okay. You I mean, haven't I had... even seen the entire first season of that show. It's true. I haven't. Here's what I say about Lost. <laughs> A lot of our fun of Lost came from not knowing what was happening. Mm-hmm. And we would talk about it at work. We would, you know, And it was fun watching like after the first season, I had a friend start in and he was like, oh, are these two going to end up together? I'm like, oh, my God, that's such not even an issue. Just whatever. <laughs> He's met, you know, there's so many more important things happening. That's not even a thing. Just, but it's, it was fun to watch him th- try to think he knew what was important and what was guess what was going to happen. It's like, you don't even know. Um, if you don't know anything about Lost and if you're if you're ready to go in and just watch the show on your own or maybe, you know what? If there's, I think there are podcasts. There's a guy, Josh Wiggler, that I like his podcast. And I think he and one of his podcast pals did a Lost episode. And I might, I might rewatch it and, and listen to their podcast as they go along. Oh, that's cool. Because it's, it's really fun. And uh, I wouldn't look ahead. Like, if you don't know much about it, watch it. But don't look ahead to see what it all is about, mm. what's going to happen, how does it end. Just enjoy it like we did in the day. It's an investment. It's mm-hmm. what was it? Five seasons, six seasons? Five, I think. Um, they do have a definite ending. They, they're the first show I really remember saying we need an end point. We need to know what we're working towards. We can't just keep writing and right. trying to drag this out till they cancel us. So they <laughs> said we're going to commit to like what was it, three more seasons or something, That's and cool. then we're going to end it. But it gave them something to write towards, which was great. Yeah, smart. Um, of course, with the wilds, it's like ten episodes. You can finish it. You know, do both. 
Yeah, know. knock out the wild first, wilds. and then so yeah. you can lost, compare it. And then tell us. No, right. I wouldn't mind what I said. Lost. That's what I said. Um, <laughs> lost is the reason. Hey, AK, I'll tell you this. Lost is the reason I watched Person of Interest at first. Mm. At first, mm. because of Michael Emerson, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Chapman, Fusco shows up on uh, Lost. I think there's a few because it was JJ. Both were JJ. Right. So I think you get some a uh, little bit of. POI crossover into Lost here and there. So just something to think about. I think maybe uh, Finch's buddy, Nathan's on there. Mm. But, I mean, I don't remember. And it's not a big part of his, but. <laughs> and I mean, Lost course, is classic TV. I'll just say that. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And the call that AK is referring to was one that you'll get to hear uh, next week on our 100th episode. Ooh. AK was one of the masterminds behind what is Magic the Gathering Snop edition of sort of a Dungeons and Dragons magic game. It was amazing. We played it. Boy, you're going to hear the edited version. But, I mean, it was an epic romance of sorts because <laughs> it really took us all over the map. It was so much fun. We had a blast. Yeah, so that that was, you know, they've been working on this for months six weeks at least so a month and something months months yeah i mean it's the effort that they put into it is mind-blowing so yeah i'm really excited so i can imagine she's definitely tired i mean yeah. we just got to play it and have fun and get have them explain it to us kind of as we went yeah but it's ak mish boy. and cynthia yeah they did i'm a great so job. tired from that so yeah. much fun that's it for the mail stack i think i think it is oh yeah. no it's hold cool. on oh. we have a voicemail Oh, guys, there's a voicemail in the mail. Voicemail. Mm. Here it comes. So she said, hey, nerds, it's Beck here. Just uh, calling to check in with you guys. Uh, okay, I hope you appreciate this because the sound of my own voice makes me cringe so hard that I want to die. But here we go. That's that's the correct pronunciation of that word. I feel like a total fuckboy when I say it, but I still really love it. Anyway, uh, hope you guys are all doing well and everybody's smiling and enjoying life. And uh, I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Fwah. Fwah. <laughs> Thanks, Beck. That clears Fwah. that up. Now, now it makes uh, sense. Yeah. Fwah. 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 <laughs> I want that to be my action figures thing that it says. Like when it hits somebody or. Fwah. Fwah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> we are smiling. Having a good time. Always. Thank you for the voicemail. Yes, it's always nice to hear voices. See, back Other than my own because all we do is sit and be like, is that really what I sound like? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Beck figured <sighs> it out. Beck f- figured out how mm-hmm. to leave a voicemail. That's awesome. Thanks, Beck. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, it's time for some nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. What do we got? Guess what happened? What? So last week we talked a little about about the Oscars, but Hmm. we didn't really get into a big part of the Oscars, which is the fact that Chloe Zhao uh, made Oscars history by being the second female to win for Best Director and the first woman of color to get Best Director for Nomadland. And that that's huge. You know what? She showed up in her dress with tennis shoes because <laughs> I like that she's already it's her mm-hmm. first Oscars. Love it. But and, and, and there's an article in Variety where they talk to her. She won two Best Picture Best Director. That's right. So um, bada boom, bada bing, two in a row. Uh, same show. Um, 
but she said she got that more from from Francis McDormand that I think it was sort of like, look, you walk a lot. Dress comfort comfortable. You know? <laughs> obviously smart. Francis is all, you know mm-hmm. she's gonna do what she wants to exactly. do. Exactly. Francis McDormand um, does what the fuck she wants. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a big deal. I mean, there were two women nominated, and she won. They could have easily pulled a, like, ah, oh, we'll give her the nomination, but uh, it's David Fincher from Mank. Oh, yeah, it's so big of them to finally give that second Oscar. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, second she woman deserved it, and she got it. I mean, I think years. she deserved it. I only saw two of the movies, but I really like Nomadland. Yeah, me too. It's good. So, I, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's like, oh, kindness that they let her win it. But I'm, hey, maybe I'm things, things are happening. Yeah. Things are changing. Um, next up, The Eternals. For, like, you know. Is that Mittens? Can you hear me? Mittens. <laughs> Mittens. He's excited. excited. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize I that, watch that. He's a fan. I didn't realize Marvel's that she directed Eternals. The Eternals. That's really cool. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge Marvel movie. Yeah. Angelina Jolie is in it. It's like, a, I have no idea. Whoa. I don't know anything about The Eternals. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what's happening. I'll see it. But. Yeah, I don't Gonna really be, know much about what it it's about. Is it phase four? I think it is. Phase four, whatever. Yeah, okay. Probably. I don't know if their phases got rearranged by the mm-hmm. COVID, but mm-hmm. it will hit theaters probably. in November. So soon. Oh. Very soon. I'm curious to see, because I'm, ga- I'm guessing that's a little different than Nomadland. If you haven't <laughs> seen Nomadland, I mean, she used real nomads who were really good as themselves, different versions of themselves. There's like two actors. Everybody else is yeah, just real people. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she'll use real superheroes in this. Maybe. Oh, I mean, well, Angelina Jolie is a superhero, so mm-hmm. she kind of is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of already is that. But when did you um, did you realize that she also edited that film? Oh, and now I'm even more impressed. She wrote it. She directed oh. it. She edited it. Wow, it's crazy. Come on, crazy. She's totally deserved that. Then. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, yeah. And so now it's off to Eternals, where it's oh, Gemma Chan's in it. Salma Hayek. I mean, it's 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 going from like this little independent. Nomadland with Francis McDormand and David Strathairn. Is that how you say his name? Like, sure. and then Nomad, real, real people, and Francis walking around in the <laughs> desert. Doing laundry. And it's very peaceful, doing her own laundry. Francis even slept in the van through part of it. And she's like, F this. Like, it's easier to act exhausted than to be exhausted. <laughs> so I'm staying in the hotel, but she tried. That's funny. Um, you know, and just that, you know, that shows a lot about her. She, I feel, I feel, I like Francis McDormand a lot. I, I feel too. like. She can make your life difficult if you're not on the same page. Because she's not going to... I see, She seems the type who's not going to be nice just to get along. Like, mm-hmm. if she feels strongly about something or doesn't like the way things are going, she's probably going to let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, to manage all that, manage people that don't act on a, normally. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, quiet film. I, I really liked it. And to go from that to a superhero movie for Marvel. Um, yeah. I'm, you know? I'm very excited for her. I hope this mm-hmm. is a huge, yeah. huge successful movie. I am too. I hope it, you know, she doesn't seem, although I, I missed this part of the ceremony, but I, I guess Harrison Ford, when he was doing his presentation, mentioned her name. Mm-mm. And I it, I heard that she reacted like in a, he said my name kind of way. <laughs> and people thought it was adorable that like, okay, she's winning Oscars, but she's still just as excited as anyone would be if Harrison Ford said their name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look to our last podcast exactly. for more on that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a big thing, and yeah, of course, we didn't mean to like not talk about this part of it last week. It was just there was so much to to ridicule on the actual broadcast. There's so much not all bad, but enough to where uh, we just there was too much to talk about. Um, 
And she hasn't, I mean, looking at her director credits, she's done four shorts, a movie called Songs My Brothers Taught Me, which I feel like I've heard of that, mm-hmm. The Writer, and then all of a sudden, oh, and then my third feature, Nomadland, it'll just get the Oscar, and then I'll do The Eternals for Marvel. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's having a, a good year. Same diff, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's doing all right. Um, but yeah, well, so she's exciting to watch and see see where this is going with their next film and... She seems very, I bet she doesn't get flustered easy. She seems pretty calm. <laughs> she seemed very calm. Every time I've seen her, you know, and the last two times I've seen her, we're at award ceremonies because she was winning. She seemed mm-hmm. very even keel, which I guess mm-hmm. you want in a director, right? Mm-hmm. Although a lot of them probably yell a lot. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you heard stories of directors that yell. Sure. But hopefully she's not that type. Um, and then something I think I read that she... Like, you've got such a bigger... She's worked with small, kind of tightly knit crews on her other movies. Mm. Um, but now that she's got this big old crew on the Eternals, said she 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 didn't want hundreds of people around. So now she has the same, like, 25 or so people around. But they have armies that they're in charge of. And just keep the <laughs> armies away. And I'll just deal with the 25 that can tell their own armies what to do. So yeah. she doesn't like all the mess running around. She wants to have... Which I would be the same way. I wouldn't want to deal with all those hundreds of people all at once like i want to deal with my group yeah and if they're in charge of other groups your department heads mm-hmm. yep and she's also doing a uh, dracula dracula project for universal wow i think they're trying to bring back parent company of me uh they're trying to bring back some old monster movie type yeah. films and uh i guess she's described it as a futuristic or someone has as a futuristic sci-fi western with Ooh, dracula so okay that's intriguing We'll see how that goes. I'm I mean, a, it'll I'm probably a, be interesting. I, I, I you know, I like when someone like her is getting a chance to do a Marvel movie or a Dracula movie because I feel like they're gonna put a different spin on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be a spin that. I mean, I don't think it'll be horrible, but I feel like it could <laughs> be really great. Or it's not gonna be your standard. Oh, this is exactly what we expected it to be. Right. They're gonna p- try to put a different feel to it. Fair, well, speaking of, sorry, no, I was going to do a segue, <laughs> but you go right ahead. No, you go. You got ahead. more thoughts. No, well, please. I was going to say, speaking of strong and talented women oh. in film, we also have some in TV, and there was. <laughs> see what it is. There is an article from Telltale TV. Are you, okay? Are you short circuiting? Uh, what is happening? Uh, that's not compute. Um, <laughs> we have twenty women changing TV's narrative. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anybody know on there? <laughs> there is, I mean, there's quite a few people on <laughs> here. I'm going to go through this list. I mean, because uh, you know, it's it's a lot of great things going on. That you know, if you're looking for badass women, you should definitely be aware of this list. Um, so we have Tanya Saracho, uh, who uh, you know they're affiliated with a number of shows, but uh, that mean one is Vita that she does, and I believe it's on Netflix. Um, that you can see that I've one. Heard it's really I, good. I feel like we. Yeah, should, I've heard it's really good. I feel like we should um, watch it. Yeah, we have Ava DuVernay, and she did uh, Queen Sugar, When They See Us, um, which was a really powerful film, um, Emmy-winning limited series that was also on Netflix, I believe. Netflix is doing really well this year. That at least they're getting a lot of these projects that you know we might not have seen elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Janet Mock. Who does Pose? Have you guys seen Pose? Yeah, I've seen it. I, say, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's you really know good. some great things. Yeah, um, Katori Hall. As far as I haven't seen these 
P Valley's first season. Uh, says a television adaptation of her own play that centers on a strip club in predominantly black community of Mississippi. The Delta Noir drama features important representation and a focus on social issues, including the stigma of sex work and queer narratives. Mm. We have Issa Rae, uh, who has the show Insecure, which is really great. I started watching it like uh, earlier this year. I really enjoy it. Cool. Um, and it's based off her web series, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. <laughs> Laura Nunn, um, Sex Education. Haven't seen that one, but I've heard some things. Some Jillian, interesting. Jillian yeah. Anderson stars in that show. Really? Yes, she does. She plays a sex mm. therapist. Okay. We have Michaela Cole. Or is it Michaela? I don't know. Don't know. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she did Chewing Gum and I May Destroy You. That was a limited series fictionalized account of Cole's own sexual assault during the making of Chewing Gum. It's difficult, often unsettling meditation on consent and trauma. Mm. So there are a wide range. Lisa Hanawalt, um, Tuka and Birdie, um, you know, And Bojack Horseman. You, you used to watch that. I the, love uh, Bojack production designer. Amazing. Whoa, cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it's just so so cool to see these, you know, how they got to where they're, what they're doing now and on the very wide variety. And then we have Gloria Calderon Kellett. This who, is it. Well, she has, <laughs> starting with How I Met Your Mother, right? She, uh, Kellett worked on several shows um, and she uh, became the co-show runner of One Day at a Time mm. remake. So that was the reboot, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was is a really great show, also on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, definitely worth seeing. Um, my goodness, we have number ten, Crystal Moselle. Uh, I'm not familiar with this, but Skate Who's Kitchen. Who's on number Betty. eleven? Anybody Emily, know who? Uh, and Andras, Andras, Andras. Andras. Yes, Emily Andras. Oh, oh, oh no, no, I remember. Okay, okay, okay. I remember her. That's right. That's Sublimely cool. romantic, is way that hot relationship and queer characters of Winona Earp are amongst Earp. her some of her great work, including Lost Girl. Um, and as we I know, like how Winona they celebrate Earp. how she continued Winona's pregnancy, like wrote it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is nice to acknowledge that. And if she's fighting for more stories that center on queer char- characters and women, so uh, yes, definitely is. have a very special place. And our heart for Emily. Andrews. She's number one on my list. <laughs> That's right. You know, there's a lot of great ones on this list. Phoebe yeah. Waller Bridge. Oh man! So if you're looking for some like strong women content, yeah, this is it. Go yeah. here. A range of different stories and representation. Um, TelltaleTV.com. I also- Tell tale. <laughs> yeah. Tell tale. Tell tale. T a l e. That's right. I need to give a shout out to Mara Brock Akeel, who's also on this list. I worked for her on a show called Love Is for the own network. She's fantastic. She is a force. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. Also on Netflix. She did did Girlfriend. She did Being Mary Jane. She's she's a force. So yeah, she's great. Sweet. Awesome. It's always more... Take it, you know, when it's personal. That's right. This Means is more. This is personal. <laughs> personal. <laughs> it's personal. All right. Cool. Speaking of Lots personal, of yeah, we're what? we're the world is getting ready to 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 come together again, especially in settings to celebrate nerddom and pop culture, mm. Mm. and mm. Uh, that includes comic conventions. 
coming so back. They're, they're coming back, and there's there's they're going to be doing things, you know, a little differently because mm-hmm. we're still living in a COVID world. Mm. So, for ex- for example, if you go to gizmodo.com, there's an article about uh, New York Comic Con, which is coming back this fall. And there's going to be some rules, new rules. They're still going to be requiring face masks. They're only going to be running at, uh, uh, I think it's, I think I want to say 25% capacity. Or maybe that's Disneyland. Mm. Reduced capacity. <laughs> um, which I think also ultimately is a good thing, right? It's not going to be as busy. Yeah. If you can <laughs> get in. That's fair. Right, right. You get a ticket. Uh, they're going to be taking your temperature when you come into screenings. Uh, sorry, when you come in, period. And uh, a lot of sanitation uh, stations all around. And no, listen, guys, no handshakes, no high fives, no hugs. So no more asking guests for no. us. No. Oh, it boy. was always frowned upon, yeah. at least in certain settings. <laughs> now it's just unsanitary. So this is also like between unsanitary. your friends, right? You know your friends. Uh, I don't know. Is know. there maybe not at the con? You it doesn't have them later. specifically say like if you're in the convention room, can you not give someone a hug? Oh, I would maybe. What will not. happen to you? Will they tackle you? I, maybe not. I would just not do it and just. I guess yeah. like, if you your see own, your friend, yeah. don't hug them. Do it in your own but time. Do it in the privacy okay. of your hotel rooms. Bump like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, elbow I hate bump. The elbow bump elbow so bump. much. Fist bump. I hate it. <laughs> Microphone still bump. transmit. It's trans germs, people. Wow. Yes, but still, just wave. It's a start. It's a start. I mean, you know, I'm glad. It, I know Dallas Comic Con's planning something mm. for the future. I think yeah, they're starting to go. It'll be interesting how see how the ticket availability goes with yeah. all the reduced. But they list Florida Supercon, New York Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con. Something called C2E2. (laughs) It's kind of fun. In Chicago. Sounds like a droid. Mm -hmm. But it does say they're all, all, Read Pop will be simultaneously running virtual con for each event. So Mm. that's cool. If you're not there, you can, I guess, see panels. It's not the same, but. Yeah. And then we have uh, San Diego Comic Cons, of course, there. Thanksgiving event that they're mm. apparently throwing in person. Right. They're not doing the July events, but uh, not everyone's so happy about that because, you know, it's our first Thanksgiving that you can really spend with family and friends. You know, what guests are going to show up over Thanksgiving weekend? Have you traveled in California <laughs> over Thanksgiving weekend? It's not fun. No. Brutal. No. Nope. 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 Brutal. I tried to leave LA once for Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> from the San Fernando Valley in Van Nuys. From Van Nuys to Santa Clarita. Do you know how many miles it is from that place from one point to another? Not very many. About 20 miles. About 20 miles. Okay. Right. It took us two and a half hours to get from Van Nuys to Santa Clarita. Mm. It was not a good start to the trip. Mm -mm. So to get up to San Francisco, where we were going, took over 10 hours. Oh, no. Me and my traveling companion were very sick of each other by the end of that trip because it took just as long to come back. It should usually take about five, I think. I said, I love you, man, but don't call me for a few weeks. I'm over you. But, uh, brutal. mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I would go. I mean, I'm going to be in town. I'm not going to be with family during Thanksgiving because they don't live here. I mean, if it wasn't the traffic issue and I was able yeah. to get a ticket, it was nice, like lower key in person con. I mean, we have a friend there. It'd be fun to go down. When it's not as crowded, go to a little con. Sure. Honestly, the drive is, I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. how the tickets are going to work, if I could even get tickets, but the drive is what would yeah. keep me from it. Could it's already horrible. Just hop on uh, the train. Mm, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I guess if you're going to a con, the train's takes, no more unsanitary. Three something hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll see when it gets closer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, you know, people can choose whether or not they want to attend. I know some of the, like the people did, especially like the mom and pop kind of, because San Diego Comic Con has a lot of just like people. That's what they do. They go to different conventions. They sell comics. They sell yeah. memorabilia. Whatever. It's not like Lucasfilms there or no, it's whoever. Small vendors it's like dealers. Making small their vendors. Whole year. Yeah. At these conventions. And a lot of them are complaining that look, this is I didn't get to see my family for Thanksgiving last year. I was looking forward to it, and now like because I know I've heard San Diego Comic Con. If you skip one, good luck getting back in. Mm-hmm. You're out. Yeah. Someone else takes your place. And I hope they list. don't have this pressure to you. Well. If you don't show up Thanksgiving weekend after mm-hmm. a year from COVID, well, you're out mm-hmm. where, you know, they, and I'm sure they, and who knows what the attendance will really be like. They go down there and it's not a big hit because it's Thanksgiving and they spend all that time and money and don't make much. It's, yeah, it puts them in a tough situation. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I hope they just mm-hmm. work, get all the kinks worked out. And so that next year for big Comic-Con, we'll be ready to go. International travel, I don't think I don't think it'll be quite ready for like a big con <clears throat> for for cons that do attract a lot of international uh, attendees or even mm-hmm. guests or whatever. I think it's going to be like the U.S. doing U.S. cons and U.S. Yeah. you know people I who think, are here attending for a little yeah. at least for the next three to twenty ten eighty two. I would think, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Well, speaking of San Diego, oh, we uh, you know well originally I was just going to go down there to visit my friend. And I said, you know what? I'm not probably not going to go down there during Thanksgiving, and I want to see some herpers. Hmm. So I said, with very little planning, uh, <laughs> very little effort, <laughs> uh, put, I said, you know what? If I'm going to be down there, why don't we see if anybody in the area wants to hang out and do an herper meetup in San Diego? So this weekend, I went down to San Diego. Wendy went with me. She did. Even though she's a trooper, she had just gotten her <laughs> COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. her second one. On Friday, on Friday. yes. Yikes. And Friday night was pretty brutal. Mm. Mm. Trooper. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy's a trooper. Yeah. So we have a little segment mm. of how that went. Oh, wow. And Kat, you were not able to join us, but you were with us in spirit. Oh, that's nice. As were a lot of people hmm. uh, who could not make it because, once again, we posted the details like a day in, in advance, but I really appreciate the people that did make it. It was so much fun. We're you're gonna be like you're immersed in this because we were sitting around at the park. There were birds, there were dogs, there were babies, but most importantly, <laughs> there were herpers Amazing. and dranks ah, and fanfic. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and some hot takes. <laughs> oh, so I love uh, I love a hot take. Yeah, if you just want to listen along, it'll be like you were there, Kat. Okay, can't wait. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to San Diego, the whale's vagina. Wendy and I are here. Hello. With some new friends at our impromptu Erper meetup. And we're here with Tammy, Dresa, and Alice. Hello. 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 They found us. And our flannel blanket. So we're out here along with the dogs. Dog-friendly meetup. We have Oliver as well. Sorry, Oliver, I left you out. Our little wiener dog friend. And we're out here amongst the people. And we, I think we got one more, pe- at least one more person coming. We think so. But we are drinking 
um, water in red solo cups and ginger beer and Lagunitas IPA. But don't tell anybody out here that. Shh. Uh, yeah, we're just chilling out. And we're going to have our little Erper meetup out here. So you're going to be with us, whether you like it or not. <laughs> it's like you're here. You can hear all the sounds of nature. We're at Bird Park in San Diego. And uh, there are a lot of birds and dogs. There's a, like a dog birthday party going on over there. <laughs> it looks really fun. They have like a dog balloon even. Legit umbrella. See, I thought if we sit close enough to that umbrella, it looks just rainbow enough that maybe that could draw the attention. So it's probably good that we're near there. Yeah, but that looks fun. There was a husky that came over and really sniffed Ollie right up under there. Real got really got him good. Rude, my watch just told me to move. It beeped at me and was like, move with an exclamation point. I've never seen it do that you before. You should get up and move then. It was like, you've been sitting. Stop drinking beer in the park. <laughs> What's funny is you brought running you shoes. Run. I did bring running shoes because I'm trying to get ready for this 5K, and I thought, you know, we're going to hang out with Tammy. Or- no, it, it's for um, a friend of ours that passed away, but it's like in her in her honor and her memory. So I, it's the first one I've done since the beginning of the pandemic, that's for sure. So I thought I'm going to try to get back in shape for that. So I thought, I'm going to do my weekend run while I'm in San Diego. So I brought all my stuff, and I even put it on this morning. And then, like, we went and got Jack in the Box and went to the dog beach with Ollie. So, yeah, I did some walking. So I'll get back to it on Monday. I'm not too worried about it. But we are here. Dresa pointed out. We're sitting here under a lovely, uh, we'll call it the eave tree. Because it looks like the tree. Uh, It's not in bloom, but... But what did Eve, if she was just like around it and then she, Nicole had the clothes of Eve, like basically the flower panties and uh, bra on. So I'm going to go ahead and say, Dresa has one of the best shirts on I've ever seen. It is a purple shirt that says Championship League Purgatory Ghost River Triangle Chicken Kicker. That's the name of the team. And it's hot on the back, like the name. And number 15 Okay, and I have to say, it looks, it's modeled after what the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team logo, yes, and it looks, it's got like the outline of a soccer player girl kicking the ball, you know, and as a mm-hmm. soccer fan, I really appreciate it. I also appreciate that it has two tiny little um, turkey, what, or no, the <laughs> yeah, turkey, well, chickens, chicken probably little, chickens, they're like whole chickens, little tiny whole chickens, On that's like the seal, like the crest, I like that, and that's how she told us to find her, too, right. she's like, I'm in. I got a chicken kicker shirt I think she on. Had a purple chicken kicker shirt. And then I looked around and I saw someone sitting on the little wall thing in a purple shirt. And I was like, I think that says hot. So then, <laughs> and then I think Tammy was yelling, hot, Nicole, hot, why herb? And I just yelled, chicken kicker. And she turned around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's polite zero chill on T Public. Polite zero chill on T Public. You can get this amazing shirt. Multiple colors. Multiple colors. So we can be on like opposite teams of Chicken yeah. Kicker. Yeah. We should play. Oh we should God. organize some kind of flag football, totally gay type <laughs> of game, whatever we want to make it. I mean, if they made Quidditch a thing, we could do it. Oh, yeah. That's true. We can make it a thing. Just bring up some brooms and run around. and <laughs> Some chickens. <laughs> some chickens. Polite zero chill. They're putting together a meetup on May 15th. I can't believe it's May already. In uh, the L.A. area at Johnny Carson Park in the Burbank area, I think that is. Yeah. Uh, May 15th is going to be much more organized than ours was. 
Um, they, <laughs> they might, I, yes, they've definitely put up the info before two days ahead of time. So yeah, check it out. It'll be fun. Polite Zero Chill, if you're interested, on Twitter. I asked Anne, is there anything you don't want me to say? And she's like, like what? I go, you know me, I have no filter. <laughs> and she said, feel free to talk about how awesome I am. <laughs> she's so humble. She said to tell y'all hi. Oh, hey. Hey. Everybody on the retrospective episode was just so fantastic. Like, I like, I mean, three of you are adequate. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. It's like supersized. Like it feels like an event. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. And I I have to say that when we got here, we all, we've never met in person and we realized how many people we know in comp, we have in common. It's like, oh, you know, and oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. And you know this, of course. And then you're part of this. Okay. uh, You got to plug it. You want to plug it? Your podcast? Oh, oh. Yeah. She's joined a podcast. She's going to tell us about it. Oh, hello. Um, well, uh, just in case you aren't aware of this incredible podcast called Herb Fan Fiction Addiction, uh, it's run by the incredible Dark Wiccan, and I am her new co-host. Uh, so we have episodes that drop every Monday. Please check it out. Herb Fiction Addiction. That's right. Yeah. Herb Fiction Addiction. And if you are fiending for some way hot and, you know... They got it, and we, they got all sorts, and we were just talking about, like, where do you start on the fan fiction spectrum? Do you start, like, oh, I'm just going to ease my way in and just, you know, read about some, oh, they first meet, and oh, they're so shy, and or do you just go to, like, straight, the, just right to the smut, just right in there, like, they're just going at it. What's that? I call it flut. Oh, flut. <laughs> Fluff, yeah, fluffy smut. Like, where, you know. What, what are your opinions? I mean, what do you guys do as far as... Fluffy if you're gonna... or smut? Alice, to you. <laughs> well, I have to say, I started with the grind, so I think it's Ooh. smut. Oh, she's going. they got the there pretty quick. They're on chapter 84 now, I believe. So, it's a good one, the grind. Yes. Teresa, how about you? I mean, you can judge a fandom only on one thing, the quality of its explicit content. So, <laughs> it must be smut. Now, you can, you can lower it after that, but you, that's where you start. Unless you're opposed to it for some some reason like you know blushing <laughs> none of us are tammy how about you well the gay smurf was mm. was one of my favorites which she passed away this this year not too long ago and so her stuff was one of my favorites and it wasn't necessarily smut it did get very explicit in certain things but it really was more character uh, going into the character uh Winona, and not not Winona, but uh, uh, Nicole Hot and uh, Waverly. Yes, yes, and that's back. That's back at the friend that you know, growing up together. You know, you grow together. The sort of growing up as friends, and then you become more in that layered, nuanced relationships when you know so much about each other, but still you're never satisfied because there's always something new and different. Like to me, that's the most beautiful layered type of story. Yes. And um, EFA actually did a uh, uh, episode dedicated to it. And and you know, it's it's for me, it's kind of it's kind of amazing that we've kind of created a separate sort of fandom. Uh, just around fan fiction, you know. Uh, I think people have commented before about you know people dressing up as characters from fanfic, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's to me that's so meta and next level and incredible. Um, and I love that no matter what happens with the show um, after it finishes its fifteenth season, 
um, right. beating Supernatural because <laughs> it must. Um, I think that you know the fandom will live on because of the the excellent uh, content and art that the, the fandom itself creates. Yeah. Yeah. Another favorite author of mine is Tiger Low. Mm. Her find a is home. Just amazing. Find a home. <laughs> That's another AU that's more of a Western Western one. Mm-hmm. Just I can't say enough great things about it. It's just it, she's a, she's amazing, and she does a lot of canon stuff, which I really like. I like it where they take off from from missing scenes or whatever. Mm-hmm. This scene ends here, and then she takes it and goes to the next level, which is just mind blowing. Here's a question about the fanfic. So I've not read any Wayhaw fanfic. Mm. I, yes, pearls, <laughs> I don't mean to cause any uh, commotion, but I do have a question. So the fanfic I have read in the past for other shows were were fanfics that came out of, like, you saw either a canon or non-canon coupling, but, I mean, it wasn't, like, it wasn't way hot where you got, you got all the kissing and the love and the words and the marriage mm-hmm. and the, all that. And the stairs. But a lot of, the stair, stairs, stairs. <laughs> You, you got uh, hints of a relationship, or perhaps there was no relationship, but people were right as if there was, you know, there were one. But um, so is it, how is it different? Or like, is it easier or harder, do you think, when, when the relationship itself is laid out completely in the show? Like you said, do they, they take scenes and think, oh, what happened right after the scene? Or like, do they, how much do they go off of things that happened in the show? Or how much of it is totally just a completely different like timeline or universe or whatever. There's the alternate universe fanfic, certainly. But like Tammy said, I, I prefer the, the canon stories that they fitted in there in between what you already know. And, and they, they kind of give the like little uh, callbacks to the phrases they said on the show or whatever. And it really makes it feel a lot more like the characters that you know, that you're familiar with. What's so great about Tiger Lowe is that she has the characters down so good. I, you know, I hate to say this, but even better than Emily almost. Like <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, but she really does. She gets into their psyche. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you have a lot more opportunity to go in fan fiction into the what they're thinking and, and little other details that in a show you you can have right. their nice moments, but then you got to go watch Winona shoot a demon, so you didn't get to don't get to explore everything that's going on in their minds. Right, and to Emily's credit, just for that exact reason, like a book is always going to be better right. than yeah. the movie because you can only put so much in there. And I mean, you know, they have to cut stuff like the couch proposal out of the, you know, we don't get that. Con- right. Yeah. We get a wedding montage. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. So there's always going to be that disadvantage. I will say though, there's, there's something to be said uh, for the non-canon completely outside the realm yes. because it's taking the characters that you love and putting them in new and different situations and seeing how that that construct of them from the show would be affected. Um, so that's what I really love because I think a good author can basically know the skeleton and the bones of those characters and then relate them to this new situation and it'll make complete and total in-characterization sense. Um, and I think that's what I love most about it. Did yeah. you say sex or sense? <laughs> I made a new word. Why not both? Just like Doc said, you can be both. You can be both a fuck-up and a hero. Absolutely. Not mutually exclusive. Nope. Yeah, I like, a, I like a good mix, you know? I think if it's hot enough and funny enough, uh, I can make it work. If it doesn't have a good character, like, you know, background to it, to me it's just like, mm. 
It's boring. It, it doesn't like it doesn't grab me like it does. If you're, it's really the characters, and then they go got to go to that. I mean, they really did a nod to it this season with the whole Daddy Hot thing, right? <laughs> when I heard Daddy Hot, I gasped, and I like I was we were watching. It was the first episode. We were at Kat's house. And uh, we were yeah. all together. I was like, <gasps> and me and Kat looked at each other because we know we both read fanfic. We're like, they didn't. Yes, they did. Daddy hot. Yeah, it was great. And then they did it like three more times in the episode. It was awesome. And then, and then Nicole even said, <laughs> I am a daddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> I mean, we, we have some fanfic friends. I'm wondering, maybe we could do like a story time. Maybe you could hear some of, you know, your first time here out here on the blanket in the middle of the park. (laughs) Maybe we could read an excerpt. You're reading them to me. Yeah, I might read, read read some out loud. Gather round, everyone. Gather round. All right. So we're going to take a little vote amongst us. We thought about putting up a poll online, but it just sounds like a lot of work right now. I've had a beer, and so we're going to vote amongst ourselves as far as what chapter we should read read aloud uh, for some ERP fan fiction. Uh, we have a new guest, Lauren, has joined us, who has also never read Winona ERP fan fiction. Is there a consensus? Uh, like, I know in Xena days, we had Missy Good, who was, I feel like there were fan fiction writers, and then, and some people, I don't know if everybody was a fan, but I mean, she was obviously, like, top of the line. Everybody knew Missy Good fan fiction. Is there, like, a Winona ERP writer that like just kind of stands out like her, her or his work yeah it is people make lists of like google docs or you could just listen to her fiction addiction yeah. right <laughs> recommendations right into your ear she's the new co-host of All the right. show. so she knows yeah um but i'm, I'm building a list for emily <laughs> That's right. Now they're now they can do it in a one-on-one. That That's I a would, question. Will yeah. it be on hold for forever now? Since we don't know if there's going to be a season. Well, we hope there's going to be a season. Hope there's going to be a season. But but if they're not, I mean, this could go on for years, right? So they still yeah. can't. When will they ever be able to read? I think at a certain point they're just going to. Emily's just going to have a glass <laughs> of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a rule? They can't read. Yeah. That? That's a rule. They can't oh. read. It. Yeah. Because then otherwise, if you. If you happen to write something that was right, yeah, then they could be sued. But if they're like, look, we never, I mean, there's a good chance they write things that are similar just because, because you know. Like, Wendy, here is the summary for this one. This is one of my very favorite, favorite ones. Yeah. It's called My Thoughts Are Warm and They Go Deep Inside of You. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> Here's the prompt. That's so, not so smutty at all, is it? These prompts. I'm not sure where they get them from. But oh yeah. What walking, are the tags? Walking home for the soft prompts, and for the soft prompts, giggling during sex. Oh dear. And then set during the 19 week time uh, time jump between the end of season two and the beginning of season season three, on the 8th of September to be exact, because it's Waverly's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and they're walking home from Shorty's. They're walking to, uh-huh. to Nicole's house from Shorty's, and it's snowing. <laughs> that's, okay. that's the setup, eh? Set the that's the, the scene. scene. Waverly complains about having snow on her birthday, but Nicole thinks it's a little bit magical. Oh. Maybe she's right. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the I'm best. sure it is. So, are you going to read it to her? I would love oh, no. to. Oh, <laughs> no. Let's make this happen. Did you find it yet? No, I'm reading the whole thing. <laughs> no, Tammy. Tammy just She's started like, reading on her me. own. Tammy got real quiet. Yeah. All right, I found my spot. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait. What are we talking about? So that was... 
Now again, this is this right, is the title uh, of author. Oh I, boy, again, yeah. This is uh, my thoughts are warm and they go deep inside of you. The gay smirk. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> okay, oh and and to give you a setup, this it's Waverly's birthday and they've been together at Shorty's with everybody else and they're now walking home. I can't believe we already have snow on my birthday. One of the perks of living in Canada. <laughs> Technically, uh-huh. Nicole will admit that getting this much snow so early in September is a little bit out of the ordinary, even even by Canadian standards. But she really doesn't care. She still considers it a perk anyway. She's always felt like the first snow of the year seemed to hold some sort of magic. And now that she lives in purgatory, well, you never know. Maybe it is actually magical. Ugh, it's not a perk, Waverly whines, shivering when, when they leave shorties behind and step out into the crisp night air. Nicole instinctively lifts her arm, allowing Waverly to snuggle underneath it as they begin to walk along the deserted sidewalk. It may be the first snow of the season, but it's certainly making an entrance, acting like it has something to prove. It hasn't let up since it started yesterday morning, and there are places where the drifts are already halfway up the buildings. The municipal workers have done their best to try and keep up with it, but truth be told, none of the departments were quite prepared for such a dramatic weather to hit seemingly out of nowhere with everyone in leaf-raking mode still. Needless to say, there are solar roads and sidewalks that haven't been plowed or salted yet. Nicole makes a mental note to start working on more advanced action <laughs> so they're better prepared next, next time this happens. But in the meantime, she closes her eyes and listens to the untouched snow crunching under her, her boots and tries to find the giddiness that creeps into her chest with every step she takes. Most definitely a perk, she says with a grin. Somebody texted me. <laughs> Leaning Was it down Nicole? to kiss the tip of Waverly's nose, barely visible beneath a giant scarf she has wrapped around her neck. Give me a hot summer afternoon any day over this, Waverly grumbles. Oh, shit, this is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> Waverly grumbles, kicking out a snowdrift that settled against one of the buildings where they're walking past. It explodes in a cloud of soft white powder glinting in the street like... Light like a wintry glitter bomb. I glitter love bomb. that line. <laughs> Nicole can't, can't help but giggle as it blows back in their faces, something warm spiking through her ribs when Waverly looks up at her, nose crinkled and freshly fallen flakes trapped in her long lashes. She loses the ability to take another step for a moment as she stands there watching Waverly, the silvery moonlight catching the flakes in her hair and her lashes and the soft wool of her coat, making her glow with an almost ethereal light, as though she just stepped out of heaven, halo and all. Is that weird or what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Waverly finally asks. Nothing, Nicole mumbles, shaking herself out of the stupor. You only like summertime because 90% of your wardrobe is made of crop tops and mini skirts. (laughs) Facts. Are you complaining, Waverly asks, <laughs> raising an eyebrow that tells Nicole she'd better be careful when choosing her next words. Uh, n- no, she stutters, the red in her cheeks having nothing to do with a sharp cold in the air. Mm-hmm. Why do you like the snow so much anyway? It's so cold. It's not about being cold. Bundling Wa- Waverly a little closer to her side. Though that certainly doesn't help. Waverly swats at her again. Nicole just catches her hand and uses it to twirl her around before pulling her back in. I don't know how to explain it, Nicole says, closing her eyes and turning her face up into the falling snow while she thinks. I guess it's like 
like a clean slate, sort of a fresh start. Confusion knits Waverly's brow as she waits for Nicole to continue. When there's a fresh snow on the ground, still untouched by animals and footprints and salt trucks, everything just seems so pure and white. She shrugs one shoulder, a little embarrassed. I can totally see Nicole. You know how she does. But Waverly is listening intently, so she tries to keep explaining. Everything is so muted, and it's like it's like there's a, the world is standing still, like there's no monsters or curses or shitty childhoods. Just everything is calm and peaceful, and for just that one moment, the world is a better place. I can't keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That, I, think, yeah. I didn't get into the smutty stuff yet, but, but as you can see, she, she really goes into yeah. the characters yeah. and where they're from there's and everything. There. And then once they get to the bedroom, it's just like, <laughs> it's, in fact, this one is hilarious because yeah. Waverly's hands are so cold that oh, <laughs> she, she reaches in and then Nicole goes, ah, and she falls off the bed. She falls off the bed and does the splits on the side of the bed. <laughs> yeah, I got to read that one. <laughs> and so it goes on like that. Anyway, but that's my favorite one. Fireside chat. little reading. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so this is my selection, <laughs> and it's painted. You might, you might. Um, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> be a uh, okay. Wait, wait. We're gonna give it a second. We're gonna we're gonna allow some um, liquid sustenance to be consumed, or at least prepared. I thought you were gonna say something else. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> Ollie. Um, should Ollie close his ears? Probably. Oh, Ollie. Ollie definitely needs to go to sleep He's now. A baby. Um, so this is Painted Walls and Hardwood Floors, and it is by yeah. New 54321. Uh-oh. And just to give you a quick synopsis of what this story entails, um, Waverly just bought a new house and renovated it all herself, and it's absolutely beautiful and lovely, but one problem, she needs a roommate. And she interviews a few people, and nobody fits. And she's about to give up hope when tall, red-headed, Drink of water. <laughs> who happens to be a firefighter? Firefighter <laughs> walks through the front door. <laughs> so what I'm going to be reading for you is um, chapter four, and not the whole chapter, just the beginning, just to give you some flavor. So this is after after Nicole has moved in and they're adjusting to living together. They are in the second week of living with Nicole Hot. Waverly arrived home from work on a Monday night to find her sexy, thoughtful, considerate, firefighting roommate cleaning the fucking chimney. <laughs> and sweat shorts and a very tight, very sooty tank. Sweat shorts. Hey, Wave! Nicole's muffled voice called out from the depths of the fireplace. Her back and her exposed shoulders strained as she worked the sweep brush, rendering Waverly unable to do anything but hum in response. She sighed, sinking down onto the couch in direct view of the perfectly rounded curves of the redhead's ass. (laughs) Waverly was so lost in her own fantasies that she barely noticed her roommate turn around, or the soft cough that the redhead gave in, an effort to gain her attention. Until cleared her throat, until she cleared her throat for the second time, her eyebrow quirked over the dusk mask that protected her lower face, and somehow Waverly could feel the smirk buried mm. below the fabric. Waverly blushed, knowing damn well her flushed cheeks and wide eyes betrayed every one of her inner thoughts. She swaddled thickly, her palms growing clammy under the knowing gaze of mocha eyes, and did the only thing she could in that moment. She threw a playground insult. 
this is an improvement. She kept her expression <laughs> deadpan, waving a hand around the half of Nicole's face covered by her dust mask. Nicole narrowed her eyes, scowling playfully as she pulled the mask down. You talk a big game for someone who just swooned over my ass. I never once looked at your ass, Waverly huffed. Her eyes immediately dropped to the curves of Nicole's chest, and she blushed deeply. Nicole grinned, flexing her biceps as she cheekily lifted the hem of her tank above her stomach, using the material to wipe the suit from her face. I do that all the time. Waverly bit her lip, her body committing the ultimate betrayal as an unmistakable, unmistakable strangled sound of approval forced its way from the back of her throat. She what cringed. What is that sound? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> little, little higher. Yeah, there you go. Damn her sexuality to all hell. Fuck you, she grumbled, her lips twitching as a triumphant grin rose on Nicole's face. She flounced from the room, her stomach flipping and a soft chuckle falling from her lips at the grin she could hear in the redhead's voice as it called after her. At least buy me dinner first, Erp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That could be a oh, sequel. It's about to get hot. Yeah, yeah real hot here. <laughs> I'm too young for this. All right. I'm too immature. Let me read. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of beer. Oh, my this goodness. One. Yeah. Bye, I would. Right, you should go, it. Ollie. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Ollie's Bye. leaving. Bye, buddy. So we're gonna pick it up a little <laughs> bit, you know, uh, afterwards after uh, Drisa was reading from oh, a no. lovely story painted walls and hardwood floors. So this is after Do the, the hardwood flirt- floors get scuffed. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm concerned for the floors. A lot, of, yeah. A lot of things happen on the floors, um, but so they've gone out on a proper date now because it kind of goes out. now. Spoiler alert! What do you? No, I just want reasons. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's pointing. I thought she was like, <laughs> "Cop, there's a cop." Oh no! She's like, "Nope, there's a bag of Reese's. It's what we want." Oh yeah, we also have little bags of chips. I know. Settling Okay, yeah. This is officially a slumber party. I will now read an excerpt from a story. Dresa so wonderfully introduced to us before painted walls and hardwood floors. We've jumped ahead past their first date. It was very romantic. Nicole said, I promised you a proper first date. Spoiler alert, it went well. <laughs> now, here we are. There's no children around. We've oh, made sure right. of that. There's a but, tiny but, baby right but. there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Waverly leaned against the frame of Nicole's bedroom door, her heart pounding in her throat as she watched her roommate enter the house. The hallway was dark, lit only by the low glow of the lamp through the room behind her, but she could see enough. She could see enough to follow the way the redhead's dark eyes mapped the scene before her and to see the way her breath fell heavy as the implications behind it registered in her mind. Nicole's eyes searched her own as she shook off her jacket, placing her shoes carefully beside Waverly's haphazardly thrown ones. The eye contact was almost stifling. Neither spoke a whisper, and the silence only thickened the air between them, an effect so tense that Waverly could almost feel it curling in her stomach and lower, (laughs) pulling her breaths harder and aching in her thighs. What? She watched the way Nicole's chest heaved as she licked her lips slowly, her dark eyes 
burning into Waverly's own, and she knew that the redhead could feel it too. Nicole took one slow, purposeful step forward, and Waverly let out a shaky exhale. Her entire body suddenly felt very, very overheated, the burn pulsing in her veins. Nicole was moving so slowly, so carefully, and in the unbearable charge, Waverly couldn't even begin to fathom how she was managing to show this much restraint. But she understood why. This was on Waverly's terms. This was Nicole laying herself bare, leaving Waverly to pull the strings. Well... Waverly's terms were that her lungs, her racing heart, and her pulsing core could not take another second of this. She surged forward, closing the gap between them in one stride. Nicole responded immediately, grabbing her firmly and tugging against her body as she claimed her lips in a searing kiss, instantly deep and instantly wanting. Her hand gripped in (laughs) brunette hair and the other clutching the small of Waverly's back close as she kissed her and Waverly's entire body burned in the sensation of Nicole everywhere. Waverly barely noticed them move until her back hit the wall, Nicole's body pinning her flush against it. The kiss grew firmer, dirtier as flicks of Nicole's tongue teased between, between beyond Waverly's lips, her hand roaming the brunette's sides as the curves of her hips pressing her further into the wall behind her. The push and pull and the roll of their bodies was torturous pre- pleasure. Lightning... <laughs> Sorry. Lighting flames beneath Waverly's skin. She had never felt Blaze so strong before. The urgency was more overwhelming as she tugged at her own sweater, Nicole pulling back just long enough to help her pull it over her head. As the fabric fell from above her arms, Nicole's hands made their way under the hem of the redhead skirt, her fingertips grasping at the soft curves at the dip of her waist, pulling her impossibly closer. Firm, sure hands ran over Waverly's thighs, wrapping behind and lifting her easily, of course, pulling her legs around the redhead's waist as her hips pinned her hard against the wall. Waverly groaned on into the kiss. She felt Mm. completely at Nicole's mercy. Daddy Nicole hot. But in all the best ways possible. And she was starting to feel like she might not survive this night when Nicole pulled back her lips, moving to trail searing open mouth kisses with Waverly's neck, a hot tongue teasing the column of her throat. She knew she wouldn't survive this night. She threw her head back against the wall, fighting for air in her lungs as Nicole bit down on her earlobe. Fuck. (laughs) The whispered curse seemed to connect straight to some carnal part of Nicole's desire, and she rolled her hips fluidly into Waverly's core, a low groan vibrating over the shell of the brunette's ear. The all-out sexiest sound Waverly had ever heard. Oh, God. Waverly's mind was swimming. She could only barely breathe. She was almost writhing against the restraints of Nicole's body, and she couldn't even find it in her feel in her to feel any shame. The firefighter had pinned her to the wall, flicked her tongue over her pulse point, and then groaned in her ear. And honestly, that was a lot for a girl to take. Waverly's move- Waverly's movements grew frantic as she pulled desperately at the redhead's shirt, tugging the buttons as Nicole's lips consumed her own once more. Through some miracle, she finally managed to push open the spread of the shirt back, her mouth drying instantly at the feel of the newly exposed exposed flesh beneath her fingers. I'm sorry, there's a baby crying in the background. That's You've upset the baby. The baby doesn't like this story. It doesn't understand. <laughs> Take the baby away, please. Oh, Ollie got a Cheeto. And Ollie's eating a Cheeto. Oh, boy. That was cute, Ollie. Back to Smut. 
Nicole's bra was so much lacier and so much more feminine than she had expected, and she felt a blistering rush of heat to her core at the sight of the curves that sat high in the lace. She bit her lip as she cupped them in her palms, sweeping her thumbs just once over already hardened nipples. (laughs) Nicole's responding low growl connecting straight to her clit. (laughs) (laughs) She repeated the moment. gasping at Nicole surged as Nicole surged forward, taking Waverly's bottom lip into her own and sucking it into her mouth as her hand slid under the brunette's thighs. Teasing fingertips just brushed over the seam of the jeans and Waverly whimpered. The white hot heat between her thighs almost painful. <laughs> Nicole pulled back, her chest heaving. Blackened eyes searching Waverly's face as she visibly fought to compose herself for a moment. Wave. The gravel of arousal in her voice was instantly fueled to the fire in Waverly's core, and she sank her tongue into Nicole's mouth, her hands sweeping down the redhead sides and tugging impatiently at the buckle of her belt. Nicole moaned, her hands flying to Waverly's wrists, gripping them just firmly enough to stoke the fire as she pinned them back above the brunette's head, grinding her hips slowly into Waverly's core. Waverly, or do not ask me if I'm sure hot. Waverly cut her off, ruffling a half laugh through her grasp of pleasure as Nicole's hips continued their torturous grind. Nicole chuckled as she moved her lips back over Waverly's neck, the finger of one hand still linked with Waverly's above her head, the other sweeping down over the brunette's side and back to her hips, pulling her roughly against her. Is that a yes? Waverly could feel the smug grin against the skin of her throat, but she couldn't find it in her to care as the insistent tongue worked its way over Waverly's pulse point and up, curling in her ear in a move that was pure filth, leaving her wetter than she was sure she had ever been as her jaw dropped open, her head thudding against the wall. God, yes. Waverly tugged firmly in the red hair to pull Nicole's lips back to her own, the responding groan making her shudder. Nicole lifted br- the brunette's weight onto her waist, stumbling slightly as she carried them through the doorframe and into her room, kicking the door shut behind them. I'm starting to think they're more than just friends. Is that what this story implies? <laughs> no, they're gal pals. They're gal pals. Yeah, they're just calling mm-hmm. each other because it's cold. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. It goes on inside the bedroom, but I'm not sure how much time we have in... <laughs> Just like in the show, we'll uh, we'll do like a slow pan up towards the ceiling. Leave you to your own imagination. (laughs) That's right. Go read it. It is called Painted Walls and Hardwood Floors. (laughs) I feel like so much closer to all. Yeah. (laughs) I like smut story time. All right. The blanket. That was fun. Trash bag. Oh, we're in the trash bag. Uh, right we are now. fully astonished <laughs> in the trash bag. Oh, wow, I need a cigarette. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> we're already ready to explicit. Not put all of that in there. <laughs> you need a warning. You guys, well. got, you guys got to do a warning at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, not safe. This is a very special. Not very right. special snop. <laughs> snop after dark. Snop after dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so that was amazing. It sounded like so much fun. But also, we should say that that's only part one. So you guys recorded more, and part two will be next week. But that being said, that was really fun. And it kind of felt like I was there almost, you know? Like, it just sounded like so much fun. 
It was a lot of fun. We had a great, great time. Um, three people showed, uh, you know, obviously. Well, Tammy. I don't count Tammy because we hey, were staying with her. Count Tammy. But she is hardcore Urfer. Oh, hardcore. Not, you have totally to count Urfer. Tammy. Right. Okay, let's be honest. She's the one that really planned the location and everything. Yeah. And I would have had no idea what to, what to post. And she, you know, was integral in putting this together. So it was so much fun just hanging out. It was so refreshing to see faces <laughs> again. We're all, all vaccinated. Um, yeah. And then there was like even an after party. Yeah. At Tammy's. We watched some <laughs> ERP. It was so much fun. I like how at the beginning... Dries was the first to arrive, and she <laughs> she tweeted, said something like, I'm here, I don't know where you guys are, I'm wearing a purple chicken kicker t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was about to write her back on Twitter, and I look up, and I see this woman sitting on a like a little wall thing in a purple shirt, and I'm kind of looking, I was like, I'm pretty sure that says hot. So we start yelling out, why well, we didn't yell at Dries, I don't know. We were like yelling, hot, hot, Nicole, hot. And finally, I yell out, chicken kicker, <laughs> which kind of sounded very horrible to someone yeah. just watching somebody yell at another person, hey, chicken kicker. But then she turns around. She's like, woo! And it's like, yeah! And she was a cool t- chicken. I think that we described it in the thing. Yes. But we described it in the podcast. But I love how that's how we we came across our first herper. And then, you know, it was it was a blast. It was good to see people again and spend time with People that you're you're only meeting because you love the same show, that yeah. that whole thing that brings us all together. Amazing. So, there was some strangers that are now friends. I wish you yep. could have been there, Cat. We'll have to do another I one. Would love to do another one with a little more yeah. planning. No, it'd be great. <laughs> well, you know, it was just a little impromptu trip. It wasn't. Yeah. We didn't try to make it a big thing. We told people honestly, that no drive in for this. Originally, it was going to be. Yeah, it was originally just going to be me and Tammy. We were like, let's yeah. go to the park and like watch one on Earp or some shit. And maybe we could like <laughs> walk around San or San Diego with gas lamp and pretend like it's ask people where Comic Con <laughs> is and let's like wear <laughs> costumes. Um, but then we we're like, well, we could just see if there's any Earpers out there. That's fun. So and they came. They showed mm-hmm. up. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. If you build it, they will come. Congrats. You, you, <laughs> you did it. We want to make a cool sign that said, Everyone welcome. Nice. Yeah. So hold up. Then it just, you know, time right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had to go to the dog beach. Of there course. Were things to do, mm-hmm. so. That's awesome. But it was great. It was a lot of fun. It, it sounds like fun. sounds like it was a blast. It was good. You were missed, Kat. <laughs> oh, thank you. You were missed. That's very nice. Also, because I was very afraid that I had set up the recording equipment <laughs> oh, improperly. Oh, no. Yeah. But obviously it worked just fine. Yeah. See? Sounds great. Good audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of Drisa, guys, she sent us some beers. What? She wow. She had such a great time. She Thank bought us you. nine beers. Woo! Yeah. She says, I had the best time at the two-thirds snop meetup with, <laughs> with Wendy, Tara, and my fellow Erpers. I am now tertiarily associated with your podcast, and I will rep you yeah. with all the chaotic devotion of Jeremy when Doc's honor <laughs> is impugned. <laughs> I am also now totally gay for Tara. Oh, what? <laughs> I missed a lot. Wait. It, it was the way she sat on that cooler. Oh, oh she had the gay sit. I had no Ooh. choice but to stand. <laughs> she got a picture of it, too. And I said, oh, girl. <laughs> she says, no. uh, miss the meeting. gay sit. <laughs> We got to post that picture. Because oh listen, Tara, maybe other people will be gay for you too. 
Oh, boy. She says, missed meeting you, Kat. Hopefully next time. I can't find the voicemail link, so this rambling message will have to do for now. Love. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Thanks. Yay. Thanks, she was so much fun. Oh, man. Her reading that fanfic, we're going to have to get her on here and... We'll have to kind of pick one, and then maybe she and I can even kind of go back and forth. Yes, please. We'll pull out the dialogue. Some of that fanfic, there's so much descript- like descriptions, obviously, oh, I know. Oh, very, I know. obviously, very detailed descriptions that it's hard. There's, Like I said, there's not much dialogue in there. Sure. And when it is, it's usually well, a word here, <laughs> a word, an F word there. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, we have to really get to get one where there's it's a little more dialogue heavy. Fair. Hmm. That um, would or, be a lot of fun. Or not. But also, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we should say, Drisa is the co-host of the Herb Fiction Addiction podcast, which I'm yeah. a huge fan of. And we've had Jen Tidwell on previously. So this is kind of cool. It's nice. It's like very podcast full circle-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. We very have uh, another do beer. We more beer? Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Wendy, do you want to read that beer? Sure. Kelly says, at Kelly says, <laughs> is the name. <laughs> Bought us five beers, two for me, two for t- one of you, mm. and we sp- and uh, one by somebody gets one. Yeah. Says, hey friends, just wanted to buy y'all beer as a thank you for the awesome podcast. I found it during quarantine summer when Zena was celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary. I showed up for the Zena takes. A friend in need was dot 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 at choice. Um, <laughs> And stayed for the Winona Earp Nerdy Things, Wendy's Rants, and Tara's Gray's Recaps, and Kat's newfound love of Winona Earp. Hope to be able to buy y'all a beer in person when we can do those things again. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Hell person, yeah. In person. Dresa did buy us beers in person. That's true. Beers. She did we, we, That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And because we brought some to the park, we had our red solo cups and, <laughs> you know. Well, and then like the after it. part, it was fun. Oh, yeah. Sounds like we watched fun. so many Winona Earp crack videos. It was so fun. <laughs> They're hilarious. Uh, and I also have to thank Drisa again because we also had uh, had her watch some, well, her and Alice watch some Fingersmith. Uh, have you, if you've never seen the Sarah, based on the Sarah Waters book, she also did Tipping the Velvet. And then there's Fingersmith, the BBC series. Hmm. Even it was in the early 2000s that those came out, but they are great. Uh, so they had never heard of it or seen it. And they, of course, were very intrigued, very intrigued <laughs> by some of the content that let's just say is very spicy or hot, as you like to say. Okay. But it, uh, yeah, they were all in. And then she, <laughs> Teresa on, uh, I was like, oh, you know, I haven't read the book. And she's like, I got a ton of Audible credits, girl. So she gifted me Aww. the Sarah Waters Fingersmith <laughs> book on Audible. Mm. So cool. So I am really excited. Thank you so much, Teresa, for getting that. And I saw the little, your your gift has arrived. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Very excited. Wow. Mm-hmm. Teresa, showing some love to the snob. Mm-hmm. Hey, if, if it's legal, maybe we could read some excerpts together oh. from Fingersmith. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a very intimate experience. Let's look into that. How legal that is. <laughs> if we're talking about the content, right? Yeah. We're yeah. discussing like it critically. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we can get away with that. Yeah, we'll see. Or we'll just pick some more fanfic. I'm all <laughs> also, about it. Also good. So I'm t- I'm, I'm exhausted after this weekend. <laughs> we were productive as hell the you other and me day. Both. Like, man, Dog Beach. Amazing. And we planned a get-together. <laughs> and we, we were social. Oh man, it takes a lot out of you. Used to that. No, it was talking to people. We haven't done that in a while. Big weekend. It was. It was difficult, but very refreshing. (laughs) 
<laughs> made me feel hopeful for the future. Oh. If I'm going to get back out and start talking to people again, I'd like to start with it being, you know, erpers, not just mm-hmm. random strangers. Mm-hmm. Like people you feel like you already know. Right. You have the same interests, same fandoms. Teresa and I were talking some POI, oh, you nice. know, you have all the same sort of, you know, interests and it makes it easier to be amongst humanity again. I love that. And dogs on beaches. That was good too. Yeah. By the way, I noticed your shirt cat. Oh, your shirt cat going on there. Yeah. Is that new? Um, of course. It's very it new. It looks like the uh, Angel Shield. It is. I'm Ooh. wearing the Angel Shield. From Art. If you go to, I'm going to give a shout out to this Twitter account because they have some really good stuff. It is the Purgatory Archaeological Survey that's at Purgatory Archaeo on Twitter. Great content. Very, it's actually run by an archaeologist who's also an herper. So it's really fun That's stuff. Cool. And they also have a T Public store, including, uh, they have a lot of great original art, including this uh, Angel Shield shirt. So go send them, uh, go show them some love. Um, but yeah, this is my newest herp shirt. That's mm. awesome. I'm proudly displaying it. I would have wore it uh, to San Diego, but couldn't make it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Next time. It's fine. It's fine. That's it, I think. I think, I think it is. I, I think. need a nap. <laughs> yeah, it's nap time for everyone at this point. But we want to end on a high note, so let's ramp it up. End of the show. End, end of, of the show. show. How do we show. end it with she nerds out? She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. spirited very energetic guys (laughs) i'm impressed yeah